Welcome to Stuff Electricians Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. Hey, welcome to the podcast, episode 122 today. We're really moving along and adding some good stuff. Uh, today, what I want to do is go through an article I wrote back in the very first issue of The Apprentice Guide, clear back in 2018. Um, and the apprentice guide was a, was a newsletter I put together. I'm thinking about bringing back and, uh, you know, answering questions and, and giving some good basic fundamental knowledge for all the apprentices out there. Um, and if you go back to episode 65 of the podcast, uh, you'll see, I covered another article I wrote in there about ghost voltage. So go back and find, uh, episode 65 and you'll be able to hear that. So today what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover um, the Apprentice Q&A section of the Apprentice Guide where we ask four questions and answer four questions um, that apprentices uh, maybe have been too scared to ask. So we're going to go ahead and get into that right after a word from our sponsors. All right, so let's get into this. Uh, like I say, we're going to read uh, four Q&A from the very first issue of the Apprentice Guide. Have you ever felt like this? Guys keep ripping on me for asking questions and will never take the time to show me how things are done. I'm stressed out. So that was a, that was a, uh, actually a comment or an email that I got um, from an apprentice that was obviously stressed out because he didn't feel like he was getting some of the answers that he was needing to progress uh, as an apprentice. So if you're an apprentice and you haven't experienced something like this, chances are you're going to because you'll end up moving jobs, switching companies, and there's going to be somebody that's just not very willing to uh, help out. He's not one of what I call a seven-tool electrician, which I'll cover that later as well. Um, I experienced the same thing over and over, and that's what this section is all about. Answering questions, so let's take a look at a couple of So question one. What is the shortest length of free conductor allowed at a junction? In other words, how much wire needs to be left in a box for a switch or receptacle when I rough it in? Answer. If you check out 300.14 of the NEC, you'll learn that uh, you have to have a minimum of six inches of slack to make connections easier. If your box has an opening less than eight inches, think a single gang nylon, your wire needs to be able to extend out of the box at least three inches. If your box opening is bigger than eight inches, you just need to make sure you have six inches of free conductor from the point it comes out of the raceway. All right, question number two. I'm sure this is a stupid question. I know neutrals and grounds shouldn't be on the same bus bar, bus bar but why can't two neutrals be under the same screw? Uh, if you remember, you're... Uh, neutrals and grounds need to be separated except for the at the at the uh, um, at the meter so uh, answer basically because the NEC says so see article 408.41 there of course is an exception if the terminal is identified to allow more than one conductor then you can but be careful if you happen to remove one of the neutrals and remove the other accidentally and it's the neutral for a multi-wire circuit, you could unintentionally cause excessive line neutral voltage for one of the circuits 
letting all of the major of the magic smoke out and then cause under voltage for all the other. All right. Uh, question. I feel like I lost a question here somewhere, but that's all right. Question, answer, question, answer to. So I guess we only get three today, uh, but that's okay. What, let's see, are VA and Watts the same? The short answer is no. The long answer is that VA is the apparent power and Watts are the actual power. Basically, VA is your capacity and Watts are how much is actually being used. The oldest explanation is the book is the mug of beer. The mug has a capacity of 24 ounces, which would be your VA. After that mug is filled up, you never really get 24 ounces because the top of the mug always has the foam or the froth or whatever it's called. I'm just not, I'm not a beer drinker. So because of the froth, you might actually only get 22 ounces. That would be the Watts. So your VA would be a 24 ounce mug, but you would only actually have 22 ounces, which would be your Watts. So with that, uh, I hope those have been helpful to any, uh, any apprentices out there that might be struggling with some of those questions. Um, and obviously, I, I struggle to know how to count because there were only three questions and not four. Uh, but that's okay. We'll get more and more on here to help you out. So appreciate you tuning in. Uh, why don't you go on over and, and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Hopefully, you give us five stars. And uh, why don't you check out our YouTube channel, Electrician's Library. We're on Instagram electricians underscore underscore library facebook electricians library um, we'd appreciate all the the love and support we can get over there um, because as you do so um, we're able to um, support the podcast better so thanks again for all you do we're going to have the site up soon and the apprentice guide like I say um, it's something from the archives i might bring back uh, but we're also toying with the idea of taking everything in the archives which we got a ton of stuff and uh, making an a inexpensive little subscription out of it so you can access everything for, I don't know, five or ten bucks a month. We'll see. We'll see how that idea um, see how that idea germinates. See how that idea grows a little bit. See if we like it. So anyways, thanks for tuning in, and until next time, stay grounded. <laughs>